Hello, I'm Matt Bergman, and you're listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 167. 167. I'm here tonight with Jared Snyderman. What up? Philip Proctor. Yo. Philip Dazzing. Hey, everybody. And David Zwanas. Hello, hello. Word, word, word. So I guess uh, number one topic for this week would have to be the LP National Convention in uh, New Orleans, Louisiana. So yeah, looks like shit's getting pretty crazy down there, dude. I'm yeah. seeing like uh, like a lot of photos of uh, Kyle Wagner running around naked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I've, Was I've, he wearing a helmet? <laughs> he, he just he just had his his anarchy tattoos. Dude, yeah. everyone's been superimposing the helmet face over every everything picture they're taking with them down there. It's pretty funny. Oh, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got like the I, is today like the last day. Pretty sure today's the last day, right? I, I would assume that it is. I think they're doing the elections, too, for vice chair, you know, with uh, hmm. Arvin's running for that. So, like, right now, like, like the, the results could be in? Could be in. I don't know. I haven't I don't checked. Know. <laughs> so, wait, what exactly are they uh, deciding? They're voting on LP chair and vice chair. and um, dude, dude, message Kyle Wagner. See if you can get some, some details. Say, some, what's, yeah, what's he's, going on? He's what's been, going sit, on? He's been doing the amendments. Are there any results? He's been doing yeah. the amendments thing, like a whole process. Apparently, they got rid of... Uh, pretty controversial they got rid of uh the whole plank in their thing saying that they need to to vet people coming uh, like potentially dangerous people coming to the united states like they completely got rid of it no it read did you read it it read yeah. pretty stupid like kind of did but i see what they, they were added by. a sentence uh we need to control the influx of uh, somebody find it i don't know yeah it was just it was, it was, it was Kyle, worded Kyle's stupid it was worded stupid and it's like the fed is incapable of controlling people coming across the border yeah. do, willing to do harm or some such shit it said yeah like potentially dangerous something like that so they've been doing a lot of that today but they had uh the mises caucus uh had their convention yesterday uh which was like separate from the main uh lp convention and uh there was tom woods was there dave smith scott horton i believe uh, ron paul even skyped in jeff diced yeah dice was there so it was pretty cool like to seeing all that like come together and just uh uh, Michael Heiss, you know, he he put this all on and, and stuff, and I I don't know how he pulled it off, man. <laughs> like, it was it seemed like it was a big hit. Yeah, it, it's a great idea. Yeah, definitely. Because you know? I I know like uh, I think like me and Jared, I think we've talked about this a bunch. It's like you know the Libertarian Party needs somebody like needs somebody like Tom Woods to run for, to run for president. Yeah, you know, and then the the Mises Caucus could probably get Tom Woods to run for president. Well, they know? try, or at least somebody like him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a it's a it's huge uh, step in the right direction for the Libertarian Party, right? But you know, also, it's you know, I'm kind of ashamed because like in uh, in 2016, people would be like uh, ragging on Gary Johnson. I was like defending him, and they're like, but well, you know, what kind of libertarians are are is Gary Johnson bringing to the Libertarian Party? Mm-hmm. And you know, my response was basically like. Well, you know, people like him. He's he's bringing people, and I, I figured, you know, after people were there for a while, they'd probably get educated on like, uh, you know, like libertarian philosophy and you know things like you know why you might believe, uh, you know, taxation is stuffed. Yeah, the um, you know, the whole uh, party, uh, you know, was it party program basically? Mm-hmm. What, what is the word? Party platform. Yeah, the party platform. Yeah, platform, <laughs> yeah. You know. So, but, you know, yet, though, I'm seeing all these uh, pictures uh, that people are taking with, with Bill Weld at the Libertarian National Convention. And it's just like, you know, what the fuck? It's, it's, he pretty much endorsed Hillary. Right. 
you know, um, what, what was it? Uh, vouch for Hillary. I think that's what everybody. Well, yeah, he said it. he vouched he, for he Hillary. Vouched for her. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, right? Uh, you know, right, right at the election, you know, it 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 came off as very like, yeah, Gary Johnson's not going to win. Just vote for Hillary. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then uh, you know, people are like, you know, proud to take their picture with this dude. It's just like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of like you know, maybe I was thinking about it earlier. I was thinking about it like. You know, maybe it's because like 2016 was so polarizing with with everybody hating Trump, but also hating Hillary that they were just clinging to like you know whatever third party was out there, and it happened to be us. You know, it, it just seems like there's there's not a lot of uh, principles with it. If, if you would think about you know like some people are actually excited about maybe getting Bill Weld to run for uh, president, but it's like why like. Exactly. What is the difference between there's Bill? No, there's no principles. What like, is the difference yeah, between yeah. why not? If you want Bill Weld, why not just go try to get your favorite, you know, up and coming Republican slash Democrat to to run? You know, like why why latch on to the Libertarian Party? You know, like they're they're probably not going to win. Like it just doesn't make any sense. Like maybe these people are just like by any means necessary. We have to like maybe we can win. So like Bill Weld, you know. You know, he's a governor, whatever. Like, let's get him to run. Well, uh, he's kind of libertarian sometimes. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> that should be a slogan. Like, to me, it just sounded like he was more politician-y. Like, he, he came off more as a politician, whereas I feel like Gary Johnson just came off kind of, like, kind like of stonerish. Yeah, like, <laughs> so it's just, like, they, they tried to make him more credible. They wanted more money. They wanted, they, uh, so they kind of, yeah, I guess, sacrificed the message just to bring in some guy, you know, who might give some credible, you know, whatever yeah. to the party but actually it's kind of backfired you know well was a pro politician but uh, you know yeah. and he also had for him uh you know he was uh you know one of the first people that were you know pro gay marriage you know this is like early 90s as a republican governor in massachusetts and you know this is before uh, barack obama wasn't always even you know pro gay marriage you know so yeah, this is before yeah. like Our this, Hillary. this is before even the most radical of Democrats were like in favor of that like Bill Weld was it seemed you know it was like it, it was indeed a uh, you know it, it, took, it probably took a little bit of courage to take that stand being a Republican in and around that time you know so I mean you know you got to give him a little bit of credit for that or you know maybe give him a lot of credit for that but at the same time you know he's also he said some like fucked up things about gun control. He passed some bullshit gun control stuff because he said, like, oh, well, like, my people put me up to it, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, just I don't know. It's just not the best dude. And I'm just, you know, my mind it gets kind of blown when people I just start worshiping after, the guy. I just thought after they did so poorly in the 2016 election that they would both just be done. Like, I just thought Gary Johnson would be done. Bill Weld would be done. But, like, I don't know how Bill Weld still has life. Like, I don't understand well, how people... Well, I they're mean, grooming him. Like, I mean, he's yes. He's going to be the candidate. I mean, yeah, they had, like, the best... I guess they had the best percentage-wise in history. But, like, given what they were up against, it should have been much higher. You know? They could have yeah. done a lot better than... What did they get? 3%? 5%? What was it? I don't even remember. Yeah, it wasn't even it worth was, talking yeah. about. Yeah, between 3 and 5%. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. like, 5 million votes. I yeah, I mean, it's great, you know, but, like... You know, if that was Ron Paul running, like, I, I just feel like it would have been higher, you know? That's why a lot of people I don't know. I mean, it's Ron a counterfactual. Paul, like, yeah. I don't know that for sure, but, like... Yeah, or, like, Kyle Wagner. Or, like, Kyle <laughs> fucking <laughs> Wagner. Yeah, so... Dude, I'd rather have Kyle Wagner running than Bill Weld. 
<laughs> I agree with that yeah, wholeheartedly. Definitely, definitely. I mean, yeah. I'll take a state. I'll take that kind definitely. of status over a Build Weld kind of status. Yeah, yeah. It was. I, it's crazy because like they were. They had like they put out a bunch of like promotional stuff, like the Libertarian Party did. Yeah, and it was it was definitely like forget. There was something that was posted about. It was like a dinner with Bill Weld, and it cost like few hundred dollars or something you yeah could, you could like if you donated you get like a plate for like i forget how much it was but it's definitely over a hundred dollars mm-hmm. and like that's when the mises caucus had their had their event like counter that so it was pretty cool like i guess the way that i don't know if they did that on purpose or it just fell that way like how much how much was it to get into the mises caucus's event i don't think it cost anything Who i was there anything with? on the price do they have a dinner too or no well no it was like a whole day meeting of people speaking and mm. uh uh, Eric July's uh, like like metalcore band played at the end of it. Oh, backwards. Yeah, backwards. So it was it was you know it was kind of odd, but whatever. You know it was cool like how everyone came out. And, <laughs> dude, it's, are, it's are, you saying, are you saying you're not a fan of backwards? Dude? No, I'm not. Yeah, it's, I'm not either. They're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, I think it's pretty. I, yeah, it's just yeah, it's not it's not my thing. You know, it's like you know I'm all about the message and shit. But yeah, the yeah, message know. is cool, but like I just I can't even get into the music at all but that's just because i'm like kind of like a music snob in that sense but yeah but uh, anyway so it was cool like seeing everything you know went down yesterday and like just having tom woods there it's weird because he's so very you know every especially after what sarwalk you know put him through the last last convention or was no it was like what last summer something like that where he made him try to make him uh sign the pledge that he wasn't a nazi it was like last uh, was that after the it was like it was like in october wasn't it i thought it was right after the um charlottesville incident or oh, before that, was that or, in the summer? Oh yeah, that wasn't. Yeah, summer. that was almost a year ago. Holy shit! Yeah, damn. So it's cool. So it's I, Arvin's <laughs> and Arvin made a post also from the convention saying that C-SPAN was supposed to cover it like they had the past few years. I've watched it on C-SPAN. Yeah, and uh, but this year they put out promotional items for people to like have like free stuff. It was like a C-SPAN bag and lo- it had like the logo big on it. But they decided not to cover it at the last minute, and so they weren't there. Wow. Yeah, which is kind of fucked up, you know. And Arvin says it's like one of the most significant political things happening right now, and C-SPAN just like choosing to ignore it. Were there any uh, uh, news organizations? No, n- not that I saw. I didn't see it reported on anything. I only, I, the only thing I saw, uh, I follow like a few people like that I become friends with and stuff. who are all there, and they're like that's how I found out about like everything. That's how I was able to to uh, like watch. Watched like a lot of the speeches where people like Facebook living it, which is like pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I thought I thought it'd be really interesting th- uh, to see the results because I know Joshua Smith also came out. He's running for the Libertarian uh, chair, and um, he apparently just came out. He he put out there that he's suing Matt Kunal for blackmail and, and harassment and defamation. He's suing him because uh, during so, so like what, what happened, dude? From what I saw, you know, I, I I didn't ask him. I wasn't gonna you know get into it. I don't really know him that well enough to ask. But from what I could see, were th- things he'd post were like this has got to stop, and it was a screenshot of apparently Kunal or one of his cronies or whatever were sending him because uh, he's also running for the you know chair as well. But he he's like the leader of the Libertarian Socialist Caucus, and he's like a self admitted communist, and. Um, he like his platform straight up like we would need to like infiltrate the libertarian party with communism like he's openly says that and so apparently he's been like finding up dirt or trying to dig up dirt on josh um he posts i guess he tried sending a message like he went through like josh's like history online and like 
went through like trying to dig out stuff between his like baby mama and like sent her a message saying oh if there's any dirt you know we'll, i think he said something like we'll pay you for it you know or anything wow. you can say or come out against them and i guess that message got back to matt and matt or i'm sorry to josh and josh posted it saying like this got to stop and it, it's just like it's been way way like tons of drama and it's it's crazy. So I mean, can't they can't... kick him out for blackmailing somebody? Well, I don't know how that works. I just know that he, uh, Joshua, suing him over it. Jo- what's Joshua's... Joshua Smith? Joshua Smith. Right? Yeah, okay. he's you know he's running. He he's also on the Thick Liberty podcast, and he's like one of the main guys in the Mises Caucus. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I dig Joshua Smith. I, I think he, uh, you know, I I think Starworks going to go, and Joshua Smith seems pretty rad. Yeah, and that's why it kind of weird. It, it's like I don't, I don't know, man. Arvin always sticks up for for Nick, and I, yeah, I don't yeah, understand why. That's that's for me. That's the thing that I like. If, if anything about Nick's artwork, it's like, well, Arvin says he's a good guy. So yeah, he but must Nick be a says good Arvin's not a good guy. So it's, that's why I find it weird. He I don't know. say that. Does, yes, does he, yes, he said I can no longer defend Arvin anymore, and like he came up. Well, with his, no, 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 this it's is not saying, but he's not saying Arvin's a bad guy. He's saying well, I can't yeah. defend his like viewpoints he's no longer supporting him it was the gist right. of the message he put out there so it's like and then but then arvin came back and still defended him and i don't know i guess we have to talk to arvin and ask him about that yeah man we gotta um definitely see what he's up to yeah we know he I'm won't gonna, turn down media requests yeah i'm, I'm gonna hit, hit him up soon dude <laughs> dude if he ever does turn us down dude i'm gonna be like what the fuck dude? I know. you wanted the <laughs> fucking nazi radio show <laughs> and you can't come on here dude? <laughs> it's like fuck you <laughs> nah he wouldn't do that so <laughs> Yeah, what else? There's fucking the Libertarian National Convention. Like, what what else happened? It, it's like what happened? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I wasn't I, paying attention yeah. too much. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, nothing nothing big loop. that I saw besides what I just what we just talked about. Um, there's still, I guess, okay. I don't know when the voting so happens. Yeah, okay. I know what, it, I know what I was thinking of. So, <laughs> didn't they apparently? Ex- Changed some way to like qualify to run for office. Apparently, oh, it was yeah. going to make it. Yeah. Apparently, it was making it like a, a huge pain in the ass for you know Arvin right now is the vice chairman of the National Libertarian Party, so you know he has that position. And apparently, they've made it such a such a pain in the ass for him to do everything that he needs to do just to run to, uh, and to qualify. It seems like from what he's saying, you know. He's the chair, and they've made it so hard. It's just very like exclusionary and very like anti the whole point of the party, you know. Yeah, because I, I, he went on a video with. It's, uh, what do you think? Do you, do you think this is because of all the other Weldians like infiltrating? I think it's definitely a way to kind of push. Are, are like, they communists? Like, yeah, like me. Infiltrating? The Weldians, dude. The, yeah. the, the Bill Weldians. Weldians sounds like something the, from the, the Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> the Weldheads. The Weldians are attacking. Yeah, it definitely seemed like, because I don't think they want... Their leader, Mick and to, uh, James. Is it James Weeks? I, I always mess up his name. James yeah. Weeks. Yeah, yeah, so he's on the Audacious Caucus. They, uh, they put out that stupid bingo sheet that's been going around where it's like the dog whistle bingo, like... If you hear any of this, they you know they're they're white. If someone says cultural Marxism, they're yeah. s- they're signaling to Nazis. Yeah, like it's so stupid, and it's they so put out real. They they wanted it to go viral, and it did. So they put that out there, and uh, I, what, so James Weeks, he's the leader of that, or he's like big with the Audacious Caucus, and um, he's the one who stripped down famously, infamous, infamously, whatever you want to say. Uh, yeah. uh, last convention, he stripped on stage. 
and um, on C-SPAN, you know, so I, I think they don't want him on stage again. Mm-hmm. And uh, really? but at the same time, they're also using. I forget the tactic. Arvin had posted a video of it of Ascension. I I couldn't quite understand it. Uh, what he was what they were saying because I really don't understand how that works with like who gets the debate, and who doesn't. Something about tokens. You have to drop off to some place or something like that. And um, so he actually got Arvin got on with James and they did a video together. Even though they're completely different, like opposite, and they don't like each other. But yeah, the like it sounds, it's bullshit. not like you had to like pass like a scavenger hunt, you know, yeah, when you when you should be like yeah. out there like networking. You know, it, it just seemed like it was going to make things like way more like political and apt to uh, you know control of like uh, you know to yeah just kind of like. Way more like centralizing it, you know. Yeah, so I, I just I, I like to see them all debate. I like to see everyone get up there and debate. If you're running, why can't you debate? Speaking of debate, we've got someone watching the podcast that's about to watch the uh, the vice chair debate. Oh, nice! That's at the uh, LNC. Hmm. Now, is anyone broadcasting <laughs> that? They say if anyone like TV or me- any media, or is it just like Facebook? Well, this person's Live? like literally there. Oh, so they're literally there. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. like, just let us know um, with like any updates or shit. Yeah, holla. Yeah, holla. Uh, send, send holla some messages over. Holla. holla at your boy. Phil Dassing's accepting dick pics. <laughs> All the dick pics. <laughs> Thanks for saying my last name though. With that, that's but with the dick pic comment. Okay, cool. <laughs> you're you're welcome, dude. <laughs> It's all you, bro. But apparently, also speaking of dicks, um, uh, just seeing here that they're making, uh, they're debating whether or not to add legal prostitution to the libertarian platform. What's the debate? Yeah, well, what is the debate? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, everyone's saying like I thought that was a part of it, but apparently yeah. the the proposed amendment uh, says the libertarian party supports the decriminalization of prostitution. We assert the right of consenting persons. Doesn't say adults, but it says consenting persons to provide sexual services to clients for compensation and the right of clients to purchase sexual services from consenting sex workers. Sweet. So I, pretty I standard issue libertarian yeah, stuff. Yeah. But apparently that wasn't in there before, so it's, it's, I guess they just figured it was uh, it was implied. I always just thought it was implied in like here. the right to association. See, that's, that's why I hate like, like this, this the free market. This amendment thing with the party, like it's, yeah, like it's so many like. Just dumb things to go through, like hoops and that. I mean, the platform should just be the non-aggression principle. It should be. Period. Like, uh, <laughs> but, you know. I get, but it's funny because apparently uh, Ron Paul called the Mises Caucus the libertarian wing of the libertarian party. <laughs> I thought that was pretty fucking Wait, funny. Wait, say that again? Uh, Ron Paul called the Mises Caucus the libertarian wing of the libertarian party. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's that awesome. pretty fucking cool. And that's yeah. awesome. That, that's when you know you're doing something right. I know. I can't yeah. like hate on something where Tom Woods and Ron Paul are supposed to support. Right. So it, it's kind of hard for me to hate on it. So. Word. All right. Um, okay. So. Uh, what I was thinking. I was thinking. <laughs> what? Huh? What? I was thinking uh, next. You know, I like I. You know, I did have something in mind, but. No, I can't remember what it was. This <laughs> so is the second time in a row. Now. Why would that be? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? All right, should we move on? Okay. Yeah, move on. I'm sure I'll come back with it. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So let's move on to the. Uh, so there was a. Everyone's heard about the shooting that happened at the. Uh, the um, newspaper in Washington D.C. This. Uh, Annapolis. Annapolis. Yeah. Or yeah, sorry, Annapolis. Um. Yeah, so who wants to talk about that? How can we politicize it? Well, uh, <laughs> What's yeah. his ethnicity? What are his politics? Well, what day was well, this? 
It what, was. I forget. It was a few days ago. But Friday. Then, no, I can't. I can tell you. I was in. I was in Annapolis District Court when this all went down. Very, oh shit, very dude. close. Ne- very close nearby. Holy shit, dude! Are you a crisis actor? <laughs> <laughs> I got the hell out of Dodge. I tell you that. So yeah, yeah it was. It was Thursday the twenty eighth. Approximately. I would say two p. No, two thirty p.m. Yeah, so it was on two thirty, two forty five. Yeah, because I happened. walked out of the district courthouse and out of. Unusually, I heard sirens from everywhere. I heard sirens in front of me. Behind me, mm-hmm. and I, I thought, mm, that's weird. Sometimes there's sirens because of uh, stuff going on at the Naval Academy. I've been down there a few times and saw the Blue Angels flying over, practicing. It's oh, cool. Yeah. So whenever I hear something unusual, I stop because I'm so close to potentially something cool. Mm-hmm. And then it got really loud, really intense. And I was at the courthouse. So I thought, man, if something bad's going on, I'd like to get out of here because they often lock down the courthouse. I needed to get back to my office, so I, I made it back on to ninety. No, no, fifty. And there were just cops blood. I've never seen police presence like this in, in all my life. Mm. Police coming from every direction, driving way more aggressive than they normally would. Full sirens, full lights. I saw a, one of those big black MRAP vehicles, SWAT uh-huh. vehicle. Some serious, yeah. I thought Turn on the radio. Instantaneously, I thought that it was Don't probably a that. shooting. <laughs> <laughs> Someone dropped a beer. <laughs> So I called Kathy, my wife, and said, "Hun, something's going on. Can you look on, you know, summer, put on the news, find out what's happening. It's crazy. Because I got onto 97 North. That's pretty far away from Annapolis. And they're still coming. Damn. Mm-hmm. Um, she couldn't find anything. It wasn't 20 minutes later till I heard what was really going on. But I, I tell you, I got all the way to 32 uh, West at the intersection of 95. Which that's is pretty in, far. Which it, is in Howard County. Yeah, for people uh, who are not well away from yeah. Annapolis. We're talking Maryland. Yeah, that's 20 miles yeah. from yes, Annapolis. Yeah. And there were still Damn. cars whizzing by. Uh, terrible. So awful. I believe that the situation is that the guy was upset at the paper for them publicizing stories about a previous criminal case he had. Something yeah. like harassment. Yeah, he, yeah he, he stalked a girl or something, I think. And then... Allegedly. Was convicted of it, and then how dare the newspaper publish right an right. article about that? Yo, did right. he try to sue them on several? Yeah, and lost. I, I know quickly. very little yeah. for real about this, but I did hear that that he yeah, was in, he, involved was in litigation pretty this. quick. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean it's hard to sue the paper. It's a First Amendment issue. Uh, right. Um, they can absolutely report. I mean, I had I had a, the very next day I had a client who was just charged with a DUI case, and Howard County Police Department publicizes their arrests on their Facebook page. You know, we're, we arrested this guy, date of birth, his address for DUIs. A, you know, a guy, a young guy has huge aspirations, and he's not gonna end up with a record here, but the Howard County Police uh, Facebook page gets linked to many different police blotters for major publications, like Fox News and WBAL. So this young guy, even though he's he hasn't really established much online about himself, if you just Google his name, Cole, <laughs> that's what comes up. Three pages of St. Patty's Day arrest of this guy by name, date of birth, and his address. He just he was he was heartbroken by it. It wasn't that he was pissed and thought that it was a violation of law. He was just like, wow, you know, I made a mistake. I drank you know, two beers. It was a low-level breath, uh, DUI case, and his life is probably altered fundamentally over this. That's a bad issue. policy for the, the county, but is I it, think. Is I it, think it's, so. Well, it's, it's worth unpacking and talking about, but it was it's clearly legal. I even told the judge about it in sentencing, and she was really taken back. She she wanted to know more about it, and well, how could that be? And uh, 
because she didn't want this kid to be strapped with a record at this age that would affect him, you know, potentially have the inability to do something legitimate, even though he was on the, that path to do so. So, right. I don't know. That's, that's, that's a big thing, though. That's, I mean, because it's it perfectly legal for them to broadcast on the local news every DUI they, arrest they made, right? It's public knowledge. I, absolutely. But that, that, that's, that would be pretty shitty. So why is it okay to just put it out there on Facebook? That's the, that's the equivalent of putting it on the local news, right? Well, I don't think they view it as shitty. I think they view it as a potential deterrent. And or they want individuals in the community, like the, the way that the Howard County Police Department site put it up, and it's not a snub on them in any way. They are proud that they were able to remove 10 dangerous people from the streets of Howard County on this particular well, night. That, that winds the discussion And then on. the community at large is like, for the most part, because they're all fr- it's, it's Facebook, so you're not going to be friends with the police if you're not a police... Uh, person, are you typically congratulating them like hell yeah? Oh yeah, get these a whole rat- bunch of bootlickers on the <laughs> like <laughs> the cops. Yeah, I mean, they're the, the the consensus in the comments to them is really congratulatory. Like, good job. Oh yeah, saved yeah. our lives. Got these dirtbags off the streets. Well, I'm saying that that that, well, that, that just brings until it gets mind. on liberty memes and then. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> right, yeah. I, and then there's I mean, a thousand comments. But you said it's, it's a, a two beer. <laughs> Yeah, DUI would, oh, case. It's it like, come on. No, it doesn't say whether they're convicted of DUI. It says yeah, we, I know that we arrested. Arrested, yeah, yeah, arrested, yeah. That's a shitty he policy. Was not, he My had, vote is that's a shitty policy. He was not department. convicted. He wasn't. But he that's wasn't, still out there, though. But he was convicted. Google search, bam. He, the, yeah, the poor guy forever. If you put his name into Google, at least until he establishes something much Else, more right, prolific yeah. to cover it up, is going to be his first job. They're going to type in his name, and it's going to be DUI. Now, maybe his job won't think that's a, a reason not to hire him, but they're probably going to have that talk. Like, hey, our clients are going to look this guy up, too. Right. And they're going to see this. That's fucked up. So I only bring this up because not, not to by any stretch justify a person that's mad at the media but you can see how a person that is unhinged mentally that has uh, the inability to rationalize how to deal with being really mad can get really mad at the at the news and there are our mass <laughs> there are our mass shooters yes there are there, a, there they are you know what i'm saying that's that's the category they come from yeah this guy's a sick sick demented person yeah but he's white, so it's. There, I saw a lot of people rejoicing over that fact, even though his last name's Ramos. Doesn't appear to be. He's not brown enough. Yeah. Damn it! We can't. We can't make over the border jokes or memes about it. Okay. I mean, and, and you know, you just, you just said that like like he's white, and you're like, you know, and and we all get it. Yeah, because it's like, uh, you know, there's constantly there's like all this like white bashing, and it, like there has been for years. And it's it's kind of like that's why like the alt right and like it's kind of like how Trump got his whole fan base through all this like fucking yeah white bashing. So it's like it's <laughs> boo hoo. Like, the majority culture. Boo hoo. No, but I mean it's a bunch of snowflakes. No, but I mean like you see what I'm saying because th- there was like you know like uh, there was some some bashing for quite a time. You know, it, it's you know basically I don't know just like. Uh, you know, I, I kind of think like the the left like being ridiculous and like just bashing whites, it, it kind of like uh, brought upon this whole like alt right thing. You know, it kind of like well, it pushed, just gives them like kind ammunition. Of pushed them in a corner like rats, and then they, then they came back to the alt right. I don't even know maybe, if they pushed them into maybe, a corner. Maybe, I think they I just know. they just were able to use it as ammunition. Like they were able to capitalize on it and just point out like all the examples of like oh look at this person like blaming white people. Oh, nice, dude. Oh, yeah. Blame me, white people, for shit. Blah blah blah. When in reality, it's like 
who gives a fuck? But, like, but whatever. But, but, like, it's it's easy. It's very easy for them to, like, sort of focus that energy and be like, look, you know, the media hates white people now. So, like, we're going to defend you. Join our group. Blah, blah, blah. And some people that works for that don't have critical thinking skills. But from a, friend, <laughs> from a forensic standpoint, I don't know if this is relevant or even worth talking about. Mass shooters are typically white. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah. So it's not I mean, like a thing that well, he's oh, white. Well, we like, forget, we forget uh, what happened. I, no one's talking about. I'd like to see data. I'd like to see data. Breaking that down, though. No, but you also hear, most you hear people, about every mass shooting probably because they're they're but, major what, news things and they're all well, white dudes. Not, but, well, well, not no, really. No, 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 no. Let me talk. Let me There's a the last week happened or was two weeks ago was the biggest mass shooting of the year happened. Really? Yes. Where? Twenty people got hurt or shot, and only I think one person died. And it happened in Trenton, New Jersey, at this art festival, but it happened to be gang violence. It was, yeah, so it was just one, it regular came out, gang violence. Yeah, it was just regular <laughs> gang violence. It's the biggest mass shooting. Yeah, but it can only be called a mass shooting if you're going in there with the intention to kill innocent people, not if you're in the middle of a gang war and innocent people get shot. That's no, I don't, I don't think intention goes comes thing. into that, that definition. I think it's just n- number of people shot. Yeah, Matt, yeah, and it was, uh, I, th- and it was, I, I believe so, it was man. one person. Well, he's the so. lawyer. <laughs> I, think, well, I, know, I know, I think the common <laughs> vernacular of mass shooting means a person goes into a place where there's nothing to do with them and they just kill people. Okay, fair enough. I think well, that I think it could be reported as gang violence if 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 there's a gang shooting in Baltimore City, which I know I'm I, I've I've been involved in all sorts of cases like that, and some innocent people get hurt. It's not reported as a mass shooting. It's reported as, you know, a, a, a first degree premeditated murder, and it, it goes down in the news a different way. Now, but I'm it's not like, going to cover it. But Matt, the people that the 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 cowards, the dickless cowards that go into a place and shoot children at a school. Are the only are, are usually white. The only person I could think of that wasn't was the DC sniper guy. Yeah, well, well, yeah, the, but the, no, there's like, the like, Florida. Uh, oh, dude, I, I want to introduce club, uh, Dave. Club? Yeah, I want to introduce Dave for everybody who's listening. But <laughs> everybody should know, like, you're a fucking lawyer, right? I am a criminal defense lawyer. That doesn't mean I know that much about mass shootings, but it means you're the law, dude. <laughs> it, it means I have a legal know-how at least in here, and I have a lot of experience. I mean, I've handled first-degree murder cases myself. I've handled. I was a part of a BGF murder case in Baltimore City. I when I say a part of it, just a, a piece of one you of shot the, the co-defendants. Uh, <laughs> they had it coming though. But I I have a unique view on a lot of this. I mean, I I I think a, a lot about the, what the media does. I, I'm, this is a spinoff of the media co- conversation, and I'm I'm just not sure that the media has too much. I'm not sure the media is swaying this fact that a lot of mass shooters are, are Caucasian. I, no, I don't I, know why I, that is. I think, but I, I think about this a good bit. I think I mean obviously. It's about per capita of the population, right? I mean, because the whites are the majority, so they're going to be the majority of shooters. Exactly. I think it, I think it's an affluence thing. So I think I wonder. My hunch is, if you cor- correct for socioeconomic status, those those disgruntled middle class people are the mass shooters, because because they just happen to be white. I, Kids in, I don't in think kids kids in um schools in the hood they don't shoot people. Yeah, I think there. Were, I think this is my theory on it. After thinking about it, absolutely tell me if you disagree. I think that it requires there's a special recipe that you have to be a part of growing up to be the type of person that would go kill innocent people. Yeah. Like I come from, uh, my grandparents were immigrants from another country. They're hard people. My father grew up in South Philly. I grew up in a very nice middle-class suburb, but if I had a problem with somebody enough that I was going to do something crazy, it would unequivocally be to hurt them. 
I came right, from that right, school. Right. You have to be a special kind of coddled individual to be the type of person that no one in your surroundings will check you if you act like such an asshole that you could get to the point to kill other people. And those people are white. They come from a certain kind of weird middle-class environment where you can act like a total asshole and no one ever check you. Because when you find out about these mass shooters, they're all of an ilk where if you did this in your neighborhood, you would have got checked by everyone around yeah, you. Yeah, but that but I, 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 those, I those kids come from poor areas too. They don't do this this shoot up. Well, there's maybe. some shitty little fucking kids that are poor. I mean, but, okay, but so they were they were treated in a way where no one around them would check them. Yeah, I'm, that's, like, I'm sure. If I that's step true. out of line for one second, well, yeah. I'm 38 years old. My brother would reach across well, yeah. the table and boom. Yeah. I, you know, yeah, but, he's 50 uh, years old. Yeah, we're, but, we're grown men. We don't. No one steps out of line in my environment. Yeah, but doesn't it seem like a lot of these uh, mass shooters are more loners? Exactly, but like, someone's like, looking really, at them really, and really, seeing that they're total is, are freaks. They, are they? I mean, it's, it seems like maybe they get that way because people aren't caring about them. People aren't yep. showing them love. Yep. You know, maybe it was that their their parents or what? I don't know. Probably, I think, it was I probably think their coddled is, is the big. I, I don't I think, think it's showing. You know, I think it's coddled. I, I, some of the the best people I've ever known weren't showing a lot of love. They're they're growing up that they well, were showing. Yeah. Well, I think there's a, there's a fair mix of that, but I mean, if you also what we we're saying before about demographics, I mean, yeah, maybe it is coddled. Urban areas, violence, maybe. the violent rates are the same, but they're just manifested in different types of violence. So, in particular, mass shootings, you're correct. It is probably more indicative of of wealthier, you know, yeah, that type of stuff. Something you know. that some but ingredient to me, like to me, it just sounds like it, when I think of these people shoots, like they don't. They're they're meant they're meant there's chemical imbalances. There's something mentally wrong with them where they no, have to manifest no their anger and rage on everyone because they they don't feel love. They don't feel the attention. People overlook them. Of course, people. So what, they want their 15 minutes, and the media will well, broadcast it. And this guy will live his his mugshot will live on forever. But and here's they, the thing. Here's and they the thing. also came from a place where nobody stopped them from having guns. No one stopped them from acting like a little dickhead. Well, yeah, it's no, a it's no, a failure. No of one a, checked them. Well, like, I mean, how are you going to stop people from having guns? Well, like, when I was young, there was a kid that lived in his mother's house that shot up one of the schools. I can't remember which one it was. But, I mean, when I was 18 years old and I lived in my parents' house, they knew if I had guns. Well, yeah, so it's are a you failure of parenting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If but I had a gun, yeah, my father was talking thing. about a gun last night. My mother yeah. said she would divorce him if he brought a gun into his house. And he's 70. <laughs> She's still, like, That's funny. you know, they're, they're, I, I have guns in my home now, but... My mother knew if I had guns. My mother knew what yeah. I was doing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a I'm failure of parenting. It's me a too. failure of. Uh... She gave them back to me recently. In fact, my mom gave yeah. me back my. Dude, weapon. my mom <laughs> took them and she she says she lost them. And I'm so pissed. I had so many cool weapons. Yeah, my, mom. my mom lost a bunch of my shit. My mom just stars don't count, Phil. I, like... I'd probably have a hundred nunchucks made had, out of plastic pipe. I had lead gloves and I had. Um, like all sorts of knives and and like swords and stuff like that, just like stuff that the guy you bought them the, at the flea market. Flea, they yep, don't the guys count. The flea market used to sell Butter. us to exactly. You bought them at the flea knife? market. Oh yeah, butterfly, butterfly knife. knife. My mom took it. Damn it, butterfly she took knife. We got to get there. Brass Those knuckles, everything. She took them all from me. Damn you, mom. But here's here's the thing, though. I mean, we can try to make psychological profiles of all these guys and like, what was the cause and like what. Sometimes there just isn't a cause. True. Like with like yeah, with serial killers, sometimes their yeah. brain the is just. The should still do something. Hold damn on. It. <laughs> sometimes yeah. their brain yeah. is just. That's just the way their brain was formed in their head. You know, that's just the way their genetics played out. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, yeah. sure, there could have been one yeah. event that happened in their life that kind of triggered it. Um, you know, but that for if it happened to me, it wouldn't trigger me to do that. You know, so like, as much as we want to try to control for these sorts of things. 
there's only so much you can really do. And, you know, oh, the answer agreed. obviously agreed. isn't to punish, like, 99% of the population by taking away their right to self-defense. No yeah, no doubt about it. I was just bringing up what I, I thought. Oh, yeah, I'm not accusing you yeah. of saying that yeah, at yeah. all. Dude, I'm just... I feel like you were two seconds away from suggesting internment camp. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody that's that sits alone at the lunch table should hey, be interned. Easy, um, easy. But, I, but hold on. Did we talk about... Did we talk about the uh, weaponry that was used in the shooting. No, yet? we didn't. Shotgun, shotgun. Right? So it was shotguns, right? So it wasn't oh, the it wasn't crazy. the um, the notorious and uh, and much fear AR fifteen this time. Well, I mean, yeah. so how long do you think this? Worry me more though. What What do you mean? Well, yeah, I mean in that okay, scenario. Okay, okay because it depends you know, on the scenario. What was sure. the question? Okay. What was the question? Okay, okay. shotguns kind of worry me more because okay, the bootlickers that live near me are talking about like, well, in Maryland, you could buy a shotgun like you At know Walmart. right there that mm-hmm. day. You yeah. know, it, it's a short like fucking. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a short it's a short process. They 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 do of course do the background check. You can't be a convicted felon. You know, but I mean you can you can buy a, uh, a shotgun. It might take you like fifteen twenty minute wait. I would say. Yeah, I, I don't. I think the weapon of choice doesn't matter. If you're psycho enough to go kill people and you don't have a gun, you'll find some other way yeah, to harm yeah. people. Uh, that's, that's, that's I think very true. I, and it also to build a bomb. it also yeah. depends on like I mean, the you're never going to stop a lunatic like that. No, right? yeah, it's totally, totally. It, it just pisses me off because it's like right now, you know, um, it, it's right now in in Maryland. It, it's such a pain in the ass to buy a fucking pistol. You know, you have to take a course. Oh yeah, like a and you badge. can't. I don't believe you can buy a pistol anymore if you have a medical marijuana card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can't. That's very but hold on, don't you think this is by design, perhaps? Like, oh, yeah, totally. Like, they, you know, it's like, oh, AR-15s, and then, you know, they'll start banning AR-15s, and then you'll see more shotguns. Yep. And then they'll be like, oh, well, the shotguns are dangerous, too. Like, we need to get rid of these. And then it just slowly yeah. but surely, common sense, and I'm doing quotation marks for people that are listening, yeah, <laughs> gun control is always, is this is like the end goal of it. And, and even the people that... You know, and it might be the case that the people that support so-called common sense gun control aren't actually advocating for that, but like it just seems it like the it, but yeah, it's just like that's sort of where this thing goes. I mean, if you look at the books, there's already there's been. already tons of laws. Um, you know, there's tons of gun control laws already. Mm-hmm. You know, and then people say, well, they need to be enforced. And it's oh, like yeah, okay, especially around here, there, there's already been talk of. Uh, a full Second Amendment repeal. Oh, from, of course, from, yeah, of course. And, and, and honestly, those people, thinkers, those people are thinkers, the most honest and consistent people in the debate. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you know, I've been running. I mean, aside from us, what? What? I, I, even though I'm a you know a legal guy, I consider myself a legal scholar, so to speak. I'm not. I I haven't really sat down to unpack what the fallout would be if the Second Amendment was repealed. It doesn't mean immediately thereafter everybody has to turn in their guns. It just means you don't have this constitutional pillar to stand yeah, on, and the yeah. states can well, do what uh, the hell that, they want. Even right. even the the Democratic politicians don't want that. You know, there are, there are guns manufactured in Democrat majority areas. True. Yeah. Yeah. You so know, the cronies. They, they, that, yeah. That's <laughs> gun making is big business. You know that. Right. You know, you're talking about shutting down jobs if you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, but I've been encountering this more lately. Like repealed. I shared, I shared with you guys, and like I saw that Matt, you were you were getting involved with a bunch of like people are just like. This needs to stop because like a lot of like this this happened in the gun shooting happened in Maryland. It happened like like thirty miles away from where we are now, and I saw a lot of friends on my Facebook personally like like this is the final straw. Like because it could hit home to, like a lot of people. So like this has got to stop. We have to do something. Like I had a friend like she's super sweet, super cool, but like she was just went on this whole tirade against the Second Amendment, and I sent you guys a few of the the interactions I was having with her. Like it's just 
this is just where we're at. Like, she was going off saying, like, you shouldn't have the Second Amendment. It's crazy. It, you know, it was meant for muskets. All the, whole, the usual BS excuses, really, for it. For, you know, for not having weapons, you know, owning guns or anything like that. And it's just so stupid. Like, I'm seeing it a lot now. And, I mean, we'll probably hit on it later, but it's just, like, a lot of people are even saying, like, you can't be civil with people anymore. Like, you can't talk civilly about things. And civility is a is a tool of white supremacy. I, I got that this week, too. So oh, yeah. uh, we'll probably get to that with uh, <laughs> Mad Max coming up soon. But, uh, yeah, so it's just, like, uh, the, it's just getting more and more. Every shooting, everything that happens, people want to talk about it. But, like, regardless, whether what happened in Trenton, New Jersey was a mass shooting or not, it was still gun violence, and it's completely erased from the news media. Like, it's just gone. Like, it's – no one's talking about it. Nobody cares at this point because, oh, we got the lone wolf uh, kind of well, white guy yeah. who did it. What was the last time you heard well, about the YouTube shooter? Yeah, right. Yeah, the, the 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 female or was she transgender? No, she's female. Was she from female? Iran? Female Iranian, like <laughs> super progressive. She went to Google and shot up. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. exactly. <laughs> you already forgot. You, you haven't forgotten about. I saw that live. Like I saw, I was at work and I it popped up and I, I yeah. saw some of it as yeah. it was going on. Like, it, was oh, yeah. act, it was still active in a way, and, right. I, and, and that came out of my mind. Yeah, did, yeah. How, did she kill a lot of people? I can't remember. No, she didn't kill anybody. So that's she, part okay. of the reason. So it makes less. But she music. shot five people though. But, but still, she, she shot only, five people. Yeah, yeah, she was just. <laughs> Holy but crap. she she was the only one died. Yeah, she, yeah. yeah, she was. Well, yeah, she died. She killed herself. Yeah, but just, she wasn't the right demographic to know how to use a firearm. She picked it up. I've never seen one of these before. Yeah, she wasn't a white male from the suburbs either. That's true. Right. So it, it definitely didn't fit the profile. So it's not really going to be talked about. And like that's just clear as day to me. And I, other people might deny that, but it's just here we are talking about now. Like, oh shit, yeah, that's right. I forgot because right. they made you forget. But you haven't forgotten about you know <laughs> Vegas or no, oh no 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 or <laughs> not Sandy Hook. The I guess oh, I forgot. Sandy Hook I forget too. the name of it. <laughs> the one that the one that just happened at the school. With the little kids. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking the about. The kids that were all over the fucking news. Yeah, but that, it's that's also another thing. Like I'm, you know, it's. The newest ones, the latest, most awful thing in the world. Doesn't matter what what the circumstances or the kill count, as long as it fits what the what they're trying to sell you. Mm-hmm. As and, long as it involves an AR-15 and a white dude. Yeah, it's, it's, we can talk about it. It's so interesting to me listening to this. I'm trying to absorb all this stuff at once. Mm. Air, we're ta- we talked first about the or second about the terrible shooting in Annapolis, which stemmed from a guy being mad at the media. But almost every kind of joke that is being cracked here and every sort of bit of animosity is ultimately originating with the media. They're the ones propagating this whole awful diversion it with the Democratic and Republican Party. Yeah, well, that's that whole duopoly. It's just creating these polar, yeah, yeah like ultra left and ultra right. It, it, it's isn't it being created by the media. Like if you were just look at it, gets ratings, bro. Like the same it's, girl who I was talking oh my God, to. It's terrible. The same girl I was talking to in this conversation. She was like. You need, you know, like we need to like get rid of guns and get rid of them. I said, okay, well, you're also just made a post a few days ago about how like how awful it was that the police were, you know, were were, were you know attacking people or whatever. I forget exactly what it was, but I'm just like, do you understand that? Like, you can you can say, you know, oh, police aren't, you know, afraid of people with guns or I forget what exactly what the conversation, but it was just it went back to the fact that she wanted the police to take the guns from people, but it's the same police that. A lot of leftists will go attack and say, "Well, they're killing innocent black people. They're hunting innocent black people, and this is where we're at." And it's like, "What is it? Do you want them to take the guns, or what do you it's like? Very, what do you very want?" Confusing. It is. It's well, very you have confusing. to. Well, I they always don't... say you have to repeal the Fourth Amendment 
to go along if you repeal the second one. You got to repeal uh, yeah. the fourth because how are you going to get all the other the, the millions of guns already out there? You could just tell them. Well, you, you just say it's probable accident. cause if you're re- if you have a gun registered to you. Uh, well, that's what they do. Argument against registration, well, right there. Exactly. Well, I mean, if, if anyone's watched the movie, <coughs> yeah, that's fascinating. So, yeah, that's exactly right. So, yeah. if 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 it became federally illegal to have a firearm because of the repeal of the Second Amendment, then it would be. Avenue for the federal authorities to get a warrant. Haven't search, you guys? Right. Haven't that you would guys be really forgot. crazy if the federal authorities are going into neighborhoods like this and searching citizens you, for. You guns. guys must have forgot the lessons we learned in Red Dawn. That's what the so. That's what the. They're talking about did. the original one, the original, right? The, the original. Uh, Wolverines. Yeah. That's I'm a child the, of the 80s, did. man. I'm the Soviets the went to the gun stores and they found just, everyone's oh, address and everyone's <laughs> registered and that's how they got all the guns. Did, has everybody here seen Red Dawn? Yes. No. I, no? I'm having trouble. Oh. I'm having trouble Jared. remembering the details. <laughs> what, Jared? Dude, we got to watch that shit. All right, gotta watch right you now. haven't I'm seen down. it, Jared? It no, have you seen it, Jared? I, I have, but I can't yeah. remember. The details. That, is a, that is watch an 80s. Again, I will. I think it's actually classic, on demand man. right now. Yeah, I think do I it. passed it. You got to watch it, dude. It's fucking amazing. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I'll check it out. Watch it. Okay, cool. Yeah, Red Dawn. So, it's been decided. I'm saying, okay, yeah, next week we should talk about Red Dawn. All right. <laughs> like, you can come over. I, I think I have it on DVD. Sweet. We don't even need a podcast. <laughs> we'll just just watch it. Yeah. Just one more thing yeah. about yeah. this. <laughs> so tangentially related to this um, was a story about Milo Yiannopoulos. Oh, yeah, I don't know about this. And so he, um, uh, I think it was like a week Twitter ago. thing? Pr- yeah, prior to the shooting happening. Um a, a a story ran in the Observer, was it? It's yeah. I think, I think it was, it was Observer. the Observer, um, accusing Milo of calling for the assassination of journalists. And what it what it uh, oh, no. originated from was this sort of stock text that he would send to journalists, like directly, that would ask him to like for yeah. quotes or whatever, and he would say obviously in his sort of trolling, you know, aesthetic like, that like. You know, he said something. Like, can you find the exact words, Phil? But it was like yeah, to paraphrase. It was like something along the lines of like, you know, I can't wait until like they start just shooting all the journalists. <laughs> something, something Randomly like that, or something maybe. I forget what it was, but it was like obviously joking, and it wasn't saying like I'm gonna send people to shoot you. Yeah, he told or, a vigilante to, to gun down cop. He said, "I can't wait for the vigilante squads to start gunning down journalists. Uh, uh, start gunning journalists down on site." Right. So this happened, and then, like, almost oh, a, f- a few days later, the, the thing happened. Bad yeah, really bad, bad timing. timing. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, almost immediately after that, you know, this shooting happened. And, you know, instantly, like, people made the connection. We're like, you know, let's blame this on Milo. Like, I'm sure it's going to come out that this guy was, like, incited by Milo. And then it turns out, like, the guy had, like, a long history of, like... Of, Being a fan with, of Milo? No, okay. <laughs> damn! But say, holy shit! And, and the, no. the, the and the paper never failed to get a restraining order against this guy too. They could have gotten right. one. Yeah, so I mean, this guy was obviously I, you know, motivated you're aware by that the a restraining order is just a piece of paper. Oh, I know. But, <laughs> Came blazing but, in there to kill five people with a shotgun. Well, I know, but <laughs> if he was lurking around, right, he can be locked up for violating. Come right? on, it's such a joke. Okay, I don't the know. whole protective thing is a total is joke. It? Oh yeah, it's used. I mean, ninety-five percent of the time, just to squeeze somebody a little bit, because it, 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 it can't really protect what it's intended to protect. If you really f- feel that someone's going to harm you physically, they're not going to be worried about the extra ninety-day offense that comes along with violating the protection. Oh, order. is that all it right. is? Yeah. It's a ninety. I'm glad day, you're here, Dave. It's a ninety-day. That's day good day. to know. It's, so Thank people you, people <laughs> request it. It is desi- it, it, the protective order is used 
to by people in domestic relationships to get a quick custody order in place. Oh. Yeah. Your restraining order should have and bullets in a magazine. I've <laughs> even I've even read numerous <laughs> I've even read numerous articles about how if you are a victim of domestic violence and you're not a US citizen, you can get a path to citizenship. So people that are not in that are in domestic situation have been accused of I can't confirm or de- deny if this is the case, of getting a protective order just to be able to have a document showing that they were a victim of domestic violence because it's so easy to get it. The standard to get a protective order is civil, huh. but the mm. foundations of a protective order are criminal. So you're throwing around cr- criminal allegations in a civil arena and the judges just give them. Mm. And it, the first thing is called an ex parte hearing where you can't even defend yourself. You just stand there and just, you just get mauled by, by uh, somebody that's coming in and saying that you've done something. They give you a protective order for seven days. Jesus and then you have to come back and the standard is so low. Most people don't even get lawyers for these because they're facing no jail. So it's like, if you're really afraid that someone's going to assault you, for real. Arm yourself. The protective <laughs> yeah. order that the judge said, excuse me, sir, don't assault this guy. It's not going to be shit. The, isn't going to be the little like light bulb above the guy's head to be like, oh, I shouldn't commit an offense that carries 25 years in prison because of the extra 90 days they're going to have on me. Right. That sounds right, like a pro yeah. Second Amendment arm, arm argument to like, me. Is what the that worst, sounds like. The, the worst abuse of the of the criminal justice system that I see on a daily basis, in, in like a very minor way, is, the, is that hmm. whole protective order thing because it does not, it can't effectuate the end means. It just can't. Yeah. Yes, I, I have had clients that have been charged with 29 counts of violating a protective order because they're not supposed to call somebody. So they love their girl or something, and they're just, they call them 27 times uh, in a row. Yeah. And then they get charged with 27 counts of violating and a protective order. And then they read order. that in court. And yeah. they, they, those people get in some real trouble. Yeah. But remember. That's, you know, not, protecting, that's the, not protecting the, the girl. The person <laughs> that's getting a protective order because they don't want to receive a phone call, you know, isn't usually the... I don't think the the actual intent of that order like it can stop annoyances for yeah. sure someone being annoying stop crank calling me you yes. asshole or stop like a, a slightly obsessive guy from uh, harassing a female which we see all the time I it, thought we had something it, but it's not if you're you. gonna if someone's gonna fuck you up yeah it's like not, gonna, not gonna stop it. right it definitely isn't gonna stop this guy in Annapolis with a shotgun right right um, it probably would just made it worse he probably he probably would have been in, Infuriated by that, right? And, and then gone. Off but it does show that, like, obviously, even though what Milo, like that level of trolling, is a little bit past the line, I would say Milo is consistently shooting himself in the foot. Yeah, so that's his life. That's his thing. Yeah, that's what he does. I think he. But I don't know if it's really benefiting him anymore. You know, like no, it's not. Well, like he had his. He, he's he, trying like, to see how far he can go, right? And right, but eventually he's going to get into some serious shit. I mean, obviously, we know like this wasn't in any way related to Milo. Most likely, because the guy had a history with this newspaper. Um, yeah, but the whole point is when I see Maxine Waters and say her, the stuff she's saying, I think she's a complete lunatic, but then he says something like that, and he has to be considered a lunatic, too. You oh, can't. yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I'm not defending what he's saying at all. No, I don't think anybody's Extreme <laughs> left and right I mean, he nonsense, lost his, man. He lost his PayPal account. He lost his Venmo account. Damn. So, like, you know... That's first world stuff right there. <laughs> it's like, whoa. I, lost I mean, how does he get up every day? <laughs> well, you I lost mean, your paper. A guy like that, shit. I'm sure he's getting paid for like, you know, yeah, know. his appearances I'm through that kidding. shit. I'm I mean, kidding. I'm sure there's other I'm ways he can get money. It's not like he's going to be poor now, but you know, I don't know. It's just interesting. But all right, let's uh let's move on to Permit Patty. Per- you had whoa. something to say about Permit Patty, Matt? Yeah, dude. It is I was just thinking about it, you know. And it's like uh, everybody's everybody's getting pissed at like uh, you know permit Patty, 
And the dude is calling the cops on the guy for like the fucking burrito. We're just being yeah. good progressives, man. <laughs> Rules must be enforced, bro. Is that progressive? <laughs> they make a lot of rules. I don't know if it's progressive per se. I mean, they don't. Progressives rules that, want rules, right? Yeah, but they also want to break some rules. They want to write their own rules. Is really what it comes exactly. down to. Exactly. Yeah, but I mean, like the, the thing that 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 got me kind of pissed off because I was thinking about it and I was thinking like, you know, everybody's skipping the the discussion of, you know, why don't we get mad at the, like the people that make these like fucked up laws that make it possible for these people to call the cops on somebody for having a barbecue mm. or somebody for selling like lemonade or you know or whatever. The, right. The, 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 usually the laws they're quoting aren't even on point. They're just, the, when you call the cops, the cops come. You know, so they call the cops and say there's someone selling lemonade without a permit, and the dispatcher's like, I don't know what to do with this. So they I mean, just dispatch like, it out. Yeah, but like, <laughs> haven't you heard of uh, cases where people get arrested for selling lemonade without a permit? Of course, that is a thing. Yeah, yeah, that is a thing. Yeah, but if you call the cops on a fake law, they'll usually still come. Oh, um, okay, gotcha. They'll yeah. come because they were called. Yeah, yeah, the dispatcher doesn't know the law that well. They, they just don't have anything right. better to do. They just anyway. say there's someone calling the police because uh, an alter- <laughs> a, a man is. Must be harassing a kid selling lemonade. You better get out there to stop whatever that is about. Even yeah, if I believe I read something in the past few years, like three years or something, where it's uh, they were saying like cops aren't responsible for knowing the law. Did you hear anything about that? Well, let's. I mean, that's a pretty. I mean, simple thing to analyze. The the police academy is a six month training endeavor that is very hard. And yeah, and, 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 and like the law, if it was on like inked and pen and on pieces of paper, it would probably fill up this whole basement. Yeah, how right? many ordinances? Well, I mean, just to get a doc, just to get to get a doctorate in law, I had to go to uh, to get a, a doctorate. I had to go get a, a bachelor's degree, then go to law school, then pass dude, a pre so, so, so you're a fucking learned doctor. <laughs> I, I I am. I'm a jurist. Hell doctor. yeah, dude. Thank doctor. you. <laughs> but I think that in the, for the most part, the police don't have to know every law. But I think that they know laws. I think that they just have less. <laughs> I think that they have less grasp on the the finite uh, nuances of constitutional theory. But that's not their job. Their job is to, their job is to toe the line. Maybe even go, step over the line. Lawyers' jobs and judges' jobs are to stop that. It, the problem is that the justice system got kind of away from itself. The notions of being innocent until proven guilty are very blurry. But that's you what get, they're pushing now. You get locked now. up. You get. Yeah. You have to post bond. You have to post bail. Yeah. I mean, yeah. at the bail hearing, you're surely not considered to be innocent at that time because you have to post lots of money to even get yeah. yourself out and of jail. That's what the bootlickers say. Yeah. They yeah. always say, "Oh, let a judge let let a judge determine you know what what's right and wrong. Well, you just can, comply with the officer. Your life is ruined from I the know. point that you get arrested until you go to court, which is like four months later. Yeah. So right? I mean, like, <laughs> it's terrible. It's really bad. Yeah. There's a lot of like kind of like kind of forcing people to take a plea. No. You don't no. think so? No. Yeah, or if they're poor and they, they, yes. they don't have their, right. you know, they're get, who are they getting for defense? Man, these are, you're throwing, like, bombs at me. These are No, I know. I was, I was just they, curious because I've heard, like, like for instance, uh, you know, Pete Dyer and Adima Freeman, the guys that started Coplock, uh, you know, they were, you know, like, they had a few instances where they were charged with some pretty big shit. And then, but they were given like plea deals where it was like, oh, be on probation for a year, right? And then it's yep. like, and yep. it's like the alternative was like life in prison. <laughs> you know, it was like right. fucking crazy. Yeah, dude. I mean, there's a lot of risk that goes into a trial, so you do have to sit down with your client and say, you know, if if we go to trial, there's a possibility we win this thing. But if you if you do lose, you could get X amount of time. But then this plea offers on the table where you get no jail, you get no record, you'd be on probation for a year. You know, what do you want to do? You want to be the risky guy? Or you want to be the safe guy? And a lot of people. 
like to choose the safe route, especially if they I have. Gotta get back to work. I got, yeah, I, got yeah, bills, I can't man. either. Especially yeah. if they have a good enough attorney to really explore the best possible deal, because all the legal issues that go into a case are vetted out between the defense attorney and the prosecutor in the background before the case is called. That's a big part of what we do. All week long, I'm on the phone hashing out elements of our cases with with really intellectual and fair state's attorneys. They are fair. They will view issues. If a police officer does something blatantly wrong, it's in a report, they don't sanction the officer in any way, but they will recognize there's a violation of Ooh, law. I was just going to say, but what are the they, consequences? Yeah, Nothing. Yeah, exactly. Nothing. There's no consequence for an officer for violating the Constitution, except unless it's like gross, except for uh, the case the the case uh, gets affected the, the evidence that they want to present doesn't get presented well you, but didn't they all swear an oath to defend the constitution yeah but at that moment they think it's very rare at least it, you know you saw baltimore city had uh, like a gun unit that was just criminals oh, yeah, yeah. Just flat out criminals. shit look up oh that's, that's they're just quite a story. they were robbing people the they were core. selling drugs they were it was yep, like up, fiction they were, they were selling drugs uh, taking yeah. drugs and then selling you know selling them to the philly yeah. police can't wait for, for the them to, i can't wait know, for the movie well, of that. they're gangsters <laughs> Flat out can't change. But I don't see that in my practice. My practice is police officers that think they have probable cause when they really don't. You know, I, I could really break this down. This thing back on the rails. We need to upgrade this computer. <laughs> this, this is why the Patreon helps. We need to upgrade this computer. Great segue right to the it's, Patreon. It's yeah, yeah. Stand. All right, so yeah, hold on. So, oh, hold on. Now, we'll talk about the Patreon, okay? Cause, so right now... So right now the, the computer is is resting on top of a little grinder because that's the best way to like kind of like get some air flowing un- Coffee underneath grinder? it. Yeah, coffee grinder. Uh, yeah. I thought, I thought you were talking I, about your grinder. I actually account. thought it was just a yeah. game you were playing. I thought you were just trying to no. be in- interesting. No, no. <laughs> so it's basically because there's a lot of heat on there because this is this is an, a very old MacBook. So yeah, that, that's why the Patreon helps. And if you guys uh, contribute to the Patreon for as little as uh, $1 a month donation, you will receive access to the After Hours podcast. And uh, we're also talking about doing some other bonus stuff, too. So, yeah, hit, hit us up on there. So if you just Google Punk Rock Libertarians uh, Patreon, you know, it'll take you right there. Yep. Cool. Um, but I just want to say a couple things about Permit Patty real quick. So I think it highlights two, two different things. Um, it highlights the fact, like we discussed, that there's just way too many laws out there. And so people just think, like, oh, this is definitely an infraction you know, let me call the police or whatever. And, you know, the cops are going to come because it sounds like it's an infraction when, you know, maybe Article C, Section B states that, no, if they're doing it on this piece of grass over here, like, it's not an infraction. Obviously, the cops are not going to be trained to know that, you know, which, I mean, we can't really expect them to be. Um, I don't think the cops would have done shit about this if, if and when they came. I think the whole problem is just that she called them. Right, and that's that's the other thing that it highlights is we ha- sort of have this sort of tattletale society yeah. that's emerging where it's like instead of just trying to hash out issues with your neighbors and being like oh yeah this neighbor's dog keeps coming over and shitting on my lawn let me go over and be like and, and let him know and you know have a conversation and tell him you know this is inconveniencing me because now when I go to mow the lawn I gotta pick up your dog's shit you know yeah. can we work something out here can we you know be a little bit more attentive but instead it's like oh let's you know, call well. Let's call the cops, or let's call the homeowners association, or let's you know. Let's inject some let's, government let's sue into this, this. Yeah, situation. let's sue this guy because you know he's tr- so his right. dog's trespassing. You it's are like, so, I think you're spot on. Like, you know, it's like, on. 
Let's right let's on. start like talking to our neighbors and and communicating and trying to settle things if we can before we start getting violence involved because ultimately and not threatening to sue them right because ultimately getting the state involved is getting violence involved on some level and if we can avoid violence we'll have a better society hippie you know hey man <laughs> i think this goes back that goes back to the other principle we were talking about before where there's only that. certain neighborhoods <laughs> where people still do that and they often are are the less socioeconomically I, I don't know how to say this. I've been in, in a lot of affluent areas where people don't even communicate with their neighbors at all. Uh-huh. They're very isolationist. Wait, this is less affluent or more affluent? More affluent. Oh, yeah, yeah, Less yeah. communication with the neighborhood. Right. So it kind of ties back in what I was saying before about where these mass shooters may, what may be the recipe for a type of person that would act out like that has no, none of what you're talking about. No one in the neighborhood is coming to them and, and recognizing that they're being bizarre until it, they well, reach a complete breaking point. Well, it's because I, I, I don't like talking to my neighbors. Uh, I think I've, yeah, I've discussed with you before about yeah, my neighbors. I was going to ask about that. Um, so it, I just I just like keeping it myself. I like, you know, just keeping up my yard. And you know, I have a bunch of neighbors who just aren't, they're just douchebags. And I really don't want to, like, speak with them or, you know, like, I'll say hi or talk to them. I'm just, I'm that type of person. Like, I don't really talk to people unless... We have something to talk about but i definitely get the idea of you know like we're, we're kind of we're incentivized to not deal with things ourselves we're taught to we yes. go to the teacher for help instead of well no you don't you don't deal with conflict resolution yourself you talk to a teacher or a parent or mm. or someone else so and especially in go, you go to government schools they'll tell you you need to call the police for anything because mm -hmm. it's also snitches get stitches exactly you and, break and into a house you shoot the person breaking your house if you didn't follow technicality, do any call the police or do whatever type of you know like unless your state has stand your ground laws, I guess you know you could be prosecuted for you're right that's shooting the, someone. So it's like that's you're incentivized to not deal with things yourself and place your safety in the hands of police officers. When like I've always said, victims and witnesses are the first responders to crime, not police officers. Like I think even Bill Burr did a little, a little speech about that in one of his standups he did. But it's just like we're just so incentivized and I guess mentally manipulated to to like call the police. You always call the police, and like I said, like you, what Phil, you said before, you're like you only call the police when there's bloodshed. Like that's the only time you call the police. Like I don't I don't talk to police unless I have to. I, I think it's skirting liability. I think people are afraid to get involved in things these days because they're afraid to accept liability. We yes. just said that police don't aren't liable for anything. They don't even get sanctioned when they violate the Constitution. So why, why, it's hard to go up to a kid these days and say, hey, kid, you know, you're, you're selling lemonade in front of my store. I don't like it. It's messing up my business. Where's your parents? Can we talk about this? Could you sell lemonade down the street? They just call sure. the cops. These days, somebody would be like, you talk to my kid. I'm calling the cops. Right, right, right. <laughs> and then it's it, got to be a mutual it, yeah, agreement like, to like, let's all just stop calling yeah, the goddamn I don't, cops. I don't agree at all with Permit Patty. Yeah, yeah. No, but no I'm saying does. if Permit Patty did address the kid like everybody's saying she should have, then the kid's mom would call the police on her. But Dave, Possibly, Dave yeah. level me if you did. Level <laughs> with me, okay? Yeah. Do, do you think Permit Patty is moist? Moist? Uh, no. Uh, no. She's very uptight. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you would say she's more dry than the desert yeah. year round. Yeah, anyone <laughs> that would call the police that quickly has got some issues. I just love how she's like. Okay, okay, so that's the title of the podcast Dry as a Desert. Dry as a desert. Wow. Dry as a desert. All right, let me jump. Right? Do you agree yeah. that if you can't dry talk to a desert. kid these days or someone will call the cops on you? It would have been the, it would have been a video of her of everyone calling the cops on this woman who talked bad to a kid for selling lemonade. 
you have to just ignore things in society yeah, now, well, which I is mean, just as bad as being as calling the cops. I mean, you know, I, I think we should we should be upset. Sure. At, we should be upset at the lady, but I'm I'm saying we should be more upset at the fucking law because How, it, what is the law? We don't even know if there was a law. I mean, we, we know that people have been uh, arrested for selling lemonade. I've, but how did she I've know there was Oh, do come it. on. Are you really arrested for selling lemonade? Yeah, dude. Oh, I, I, can, I can actually, I'll, I'll show you I've on, seen I'll videos you of on police officers shutting down lemonade stands. I well, have seen Our firm handles a tremendous amount of cases. Yeah, there was and the, I've been there 15 years. Never seen yeah. a lemonade case. <laughs> okay. Never. Okay. Not even close. Okay, so this was in D.C. I believe it was in like 2014. If you look at like the Lemonade Freedom March, if you look it up on YouTube, oh, and you'll people. see um, four people got arrested for selling lemonade. Like they were told to leave, they didn't leave. They kept selling. They were arrested. Well, if you're gonna have a Lemonade Freedom March, I think you should be arrested. It was. It was I think it was a lemonade. It was a lemonade. <laughs> it's it's a lemonade. Arrest, arrest those lemonade. people. No, well, that was the whole point. That, <laughs> I don't. I don't. Well, uh, now I'm against the lemonade people. No. <laughs> I'll no. never drink lemonade again. Goddamn. I'm not dealing with the lemonade. How many? March wait. How many raw milk cases did you come across? <laughs> no. Well, okay. Okay. So, okay, so, so the, the the point of this march, the point of this march was the the point that. The point of this march was every law is backed with a gun. Every law is an opinion with a gun. So, you know, you, you can get arrested. You can get kidnapped. You can get thrown into a fucking rape dungeon, you know, for selling fucking lemonade. That was the whole yes. point of this. And every law is backed with force, yeah, even the, the, a parking ticket. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. this yep. whole thing is on fucking YouTube. You know, Eric Garner was killed over Cigarettes. selling singles. Yeah. Oh no, no. I, so I get it. Selling onesies. Lucy's. I get it. Yo, Lucy's. I get it. Yo, but that wasn't the law. The law didn't say that. It, it, you I know, love Lucy's. it was the way that people reacted to that law. It was it, that was a knock on the police department. I don't think anybody could see Eric Garner and not think that was a bad police. Setting. No, I mean, like, like, legit though, you're not allowed to sell single cigarettes. I mean, that that's actually against the law. Right, but those cops were going to choke out someone and kill them no matter what was going on. Well, those, I mean, are, those guys are nuts. There's maybe, just, but that law, the law drives that interaction. Yeah, I mean, right. the, the law drives it and, and justifies everything that, that they fucking did. You know? Well, it, it doesn't necessarily justify, it's, but it's definitely like the proximate cause or like, or like the, the uh, I would say like the root cause of that situation. Like, I, I mean, if I, it had not, ex- if that law was not in place, yeah, the exactly. chances of that happening, I mean, if he was just a dude standing there. You know, like there would be no cause for them to even approach him. But he had a history of standing there selling loose cigarettes, and you know he had been harassed by them a lot of a lot of times previously. To I guess. That. I guess. I don't know. So I think, like it. I mean, I don't think. I'm not saying they wouldn't have used some other law to attack someone else. Loitering, maybe. You know, yeah. but like this, just, just feel, the, the preponderance like... of like so many frivolous laws. You know, even if they're being misunderstood and misapplied, still sort of enables this culture of like, you know, if you, if there were just laws that that prevented nonviolent crimes yeah, or or I, non not I, nonviolent crimes, uh, victimless crimes, you know, if or if let me rephrase it, if there were if there weren't any laws for victimless crimes, we I don't think we'd see this as frequently. Yeah, it's interesting. You know? I, I'd like to I I. I would probably agree with you right, with having this amount of time to really process yeah, it. I, mean, I agree with you. Well, I mean, like, it's a bullshit law. You know, it for is instance, a bullshit law. For instance, it's, it's another bullshit law is like in like, it's probably the same way in New York City, but in, in Baltimore City, you, you can't, you can't um, own a store and sell single cigarettes. You have to sell packs. Of course. So, you have to but, be taxed. But, well, yeah. But, you know, a lot of stores, you know, I always learned were kind of speakeasy about it and they would sell singles. People would know that they would. But you know they, of course, they didn't want to like advertise it or whatever. How much but, is a single cigarette? 
I, I mean, I, uh, this is this is something I would hear it was about. Ten like, cents when I was growing up, but I didn't grow up in New York. Ten cents. Yeah, well, this is this. I, this, this, is this is the eighties. This is something. Yeah, I, <laughs> I would hear about even in, in the nineties. Like like some stores downtown would do this. Now stores in the suburbs wouldn't. You know, but uh, it's I would hear about you know stores uh, in, in the city doing it. Well, it's kind of funny because it's another example of like. Well, laws it, that hurt that the poor. That law doesn't typically contribute to somebody being choked and murdered in the street. Well, well think about it though. Think it's about a really it. rare. Think situation. about it though. Well, you know, so he was selling his uh, one, his onesies, his Lucy's, out in front of Rite Aid or some shit, right? Yeah. And then they're getting mad because they're trying to sell packs inside, and, and they think that he was cutting in on their business, I right? Call the cops. But you know, if, if if it was legal for Rite Aid to sell Lucy's, you know, would Eric Garner be out there selling oh, Lucy's? Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, so you're I mean, right. it's it's like it's a, like a, a stupid law on top of another stupid law because Eric Garner should be able to sell them, but the and guys in the shores should be able to yeah, sell them. Yeah, I think too. the libertarian <laughs> principle of eradicating non-victimist, non-victim crime laws is really sound. I think <laughs> right. that I really believe that. I just well, yeah, I'm not I mean, sure the Eric Garner situation. I think it. I think the root of that problem is bad cops. Yeah, I mean, if you can't show not me, that law, if you can't show that. me a victim, you can't show me why the state should have ever gotten involved. Right, but well, but hold on. But to say, yeah, to, yeah. I mean, to yeah, like in Maryland, you can't even arrest a guy for a misdemeanor you didn't see. You can't do that. So I that that couldn't have happened. Gotta file that one away too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Write that one down. You cannot say be, that again. You cannot be. You butt. cannot be arrested for a misdemeanor crime that the police did not witness in the state of Maryland, right. unless so, it is domestic assault. Because there's a subsection of the statute when two people are living together, they feel a compelling interest to remove somebody from that situation, and uh-huh. even, even if they didn't see it, but nothing else they can arrest on. I have the statute like blown up real big because I used it as a jury exhibit once. It's I can't remember it offhand. That's, that's good fucking yeah. information right there. But to sort of <laughs> respond to... Like, this guy was smoking weed in the park. They would be like... Yeah, right. Okay. This guy. You know, but go, to, <laughs> hey, no. go to go to the, the horror. Actually, that's uh, not, that was a bad example. That's, not, on, that's not even illegal. That's to respond to your point about the fact that, like, this law didn't necessarily necessitate that sort of behavior. It's not necessarily that, like... That specific law leads to that. It's just the fact it that it creates the interaction. It creates the interaction, yeah. and the more interactions that you have with police, I mean, it's just simple yeah, statistics. I get it. I the get more it. interactions you have, the more likely something like this is going to happen. Yeah, I get it. I very you much know? agree. I get yeah. it. So that's all. That's the whole. In fact, yeah. I spend an awful lot of time, and I've even tried to like kind of propagandize this myself and talk about it. I think, I think the government screwed up in in like making the calling nine one one a big push. Like every mm. kid is ingrained in their mind. Call nine one one. Call nine one one. I tell you what, I have a real sit down with, with my son. He's only four and a half, and I'm like, buddy, you know, <laughs> don't get caught up in this nine one one thing. You don't always call nine one one. You got to right. be real careful when you call nine one one. You're inviting humans with guns and badges and the ability to do whatever they want to you mm-hmm. to you. you. Yeah. You know, if you need, if someone's sick, you call nine one one. If somebody's hurting you, you it, call daddy. You're essentially you're blood. You're essentially <laughs> You're essentially inviting the worst street gang to your house. <laughs> I, I, I mean, no, no, I, I, I'm, I told, I said this in the last podcast. I've never had a personal bad interaction with police personally, and I interact with them day in and day out. But I recognize you are inviting guns, authority, chain, you know, shackles, cars that can go as fast as they want. Yeah, they'll probably kill your dog. <laughs> they, oh my, they would definitely kill our dog. Our dog is. is See, okay, that's what I'm saying. Dog, that's what I'm saying. Our dog. Our dog our dog humps everyone. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> okay. so, so yeah. My, so real I, quick, can I uh, just say this real quick? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. My buddy uh, just texted. I asked him, I said, can, you know, he's a police officer. I'm on this group text. And I said, I asked the question, you know, can you arrest him for being 
uh, for not witnessing a misdemeanor. Can you, re- you know, arrest someone? And his brother texted, uh, texted back and said, yes, it happened to me. He uh, got caught uh, stealing chickens for a frat prank. And um, apparently it was a misdemeanor, but he got arrested for it, even though there was he was didn't he have the chickens. In the state of Maryland? Yes. It's well, up in Towson. I'd, his lawyer sucked. <laughs> yeah, I'd be all I'd be all over that. The, yeah. the, 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 the question is, though, the, the, there isn't clear-cut case law on the remedy for the improper arrest. It has to be just usually suppressing all the data that the police were able to obtain uh. post-retch, which is usually a lot. But I did, I, I did litigate this pretty aggressively w- with the notion that it should be causing a complete acquittal of the case. And that I didn't prevail in that respect, but I was able to suppress all the information that happened after it, which eradicated the case. Because the arrest led to a search, which led to stuff. Yeah. Wow. Stuff. Okay. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. So... Uh, you know, we also have uh, T-shirts over at libertariancountry.com. <laughs> so, and if you type in the code PRL with the code PRL podcast, you'll receive a ten percent discount. We also have a website at thedailyliberator.com. So, if you have something to say, we provided a podium for which you to say it. And until next time, live free or die. Not aggression principle, the violence of the state becomes obsolete!